five of thinking of the scientific of getting rich chapter five increasing life you must get rid of the last vestige of the old idea that there is a deity who will whose will it is that you shall be poor or whose purpose may be served by keeping you in poverty the intelligent substance which is all and in all and which lives in all and lives in you is a conscious living substance being a conscious living substance it must have the natural and inherent desire of every living thing intelligent for increase of life every living thing must continually seek for the enlargement of its life because life in its mere act of living must increase itself a seed dropped into the ground springs into activity and in the act of living produces a hundred more seeds life by living multiplies itself it is forever becoming more it must do so if it continues to be at all intelligence is under the same necessity for continual increase every thought we think makes it necessary for us to think another thought consciousness is continually expanding every fact we learn leads us to learn another fact knowledge is continually increasing every talent we cultivate brings to the mind the desire to cultivate another talent we are subject to the urge of life seeking expressions which ever drives us to know more do more and be more in order to know more to do more and be more we must have more we must have things to use for we learn and do and become only by using things we must get rich so that we can live more the desire for riches is simply the capacity for larger life seeking fulfillment every desire is the effort of an expressed possibilities to come into action it is the power seeking to manifest which causes desire that which makes you want more money is the same as that which makes the plant grow it is life seeking fuller expression the one living substance must be subject to its inherent law of all life it is permitted with the desire to live more that is why it is under the necessity of creating things the one substance desire is to desires to live more in you hence it wants you to have all the things you can use it is desire of god that you shall get rich he wants you to get rich because he can express himself better through you if you have plenty of things to use 
in giving him expression. He can live more in you if you have unlimited command to the means of life. The universe desires you to have everything you want to have. Nature is friendly to your plans. Everything is natural for you. Make up your mind that this is true. It is essential, however, that your purpose should harmonize with the purpose of that is in all. You must want real life, not mere pleasure or sensational or sensual gratification. Life is the performance of function. And the individual really lives only when he performs every function, physical, mental and spiritual, of which he is capable without access in any. You do not want to get rich in order to live swiftly for the gratification of animal desire. That is not life. But the performance of every physical function is a part of life, and no one lives completely who denies the impulse of the body a normal and healthy full expression. You do not want to get rich solely to enjoy mental pleasures, to get knowledge or gratify ambition, to outshine others, to be famous. All these are legitimate part of life, but the man who lives for the pleasure of the intellect alone will only have a partial life, and he will never be satisfied with the lot, with his lot. You do not want to get rich solely for the good of others, to lose yourself for the salvation of mankind, to experience the joy of philanthropy and sacrifice. The joy of the soul are only a part of life, and they are no better or nobler than any other part. You want to get rich in order that you may eat, drink, and be merry when it is time to do those things, in order that you may surround yourself with beautiful things, see the distance land, feed your mind, and develop your intellect in order that you may love men and do kind things and be able to play a good part in helping the world to find truth. But remember that extreme altruism is no better and no nobler than extreme selfishness. Both are mistakes. Get rid of the idea that God wants you to sacrifice yourself for others and that you can secure his favor by doing so. God require no such thing of a kind of the kind. What he wants is that you shall make the most of yourself for yourself and for others. And you can help others more by making the most of yourself than in any other way. You can make the most of yourself only by getting rich. So it is right and praiseworthy that you shall give your first and best thought to the work of acquiring wealth. Remember, however, that the desire of the substance is for all, and its movement must be for more life to all. It cannot be made to work for less life to any, because it is equal in all and seeking richer 
is in life intelligent substance will make things for you but it will not take things away from someone else and give them to you you must get rid of the thought of competition you are to create not to compete for what is already created you do not have to take anything away from anyone you do not have to drive sharp bargains you do not have to cheat to take or to take advantage you do not need to let any man work for you for less than he earns you do not have to covet the property of others or to look at it with a wishful eyes no man has anything of which you cannot have the like and that without taking what he has away from him you are to become a creator not a competitor you are going to get what you want but in such a way that when you get it every other man will have more than he has now i am aware that there are men who get vastly amount of money by proceeding in the direct opposite to the statement in the paragraph above and many add a word of uh, and may add a word of expression here men of the plutocratic type who become very rich do so sometimes purely by the extraordinary abilities of on the plane of the competition and sometimes they unconsciously relate themselves to the substance in its great purpose and movement for the general racial up upbringing through the industrial revolution Rockefeller Carnegie Morgan et al have been the unconscious agent of the supreme in the necessary work of systematized and organized productive industry and in the end their work will contribute immensely towards increasing life for all the day is nearly over they have organized production and will soon be succeeded by the agent of the multitude who will organize the machinery distribution the multimillionaire are like the monster reptiles of the prehistoric era they play a necessary part in the evolution process but the same power which produced them will dispose of them and it is well to bear in mind that they have never really been rich a record of the private uh, private lives of most of these class will show that they have really been the most abject and wretched of the poor riches secure on the competitive plane are never satisfactory or permanent they are yours today and another's tomorrow remember if you are to become rich in a scientific and certain way you must raise entirely out of the competitive thought you must never think for a moment that the supply is limited just as soon as you begin to think that all the money is being uh, cornered and controlled by bankers and others and that you must exert yourself to the law uh, to get the law passed to stop this process and so on It is in that moment you drop into the competitive mind and your power to cause creation is gone for the time being and what worse and what is worse you will probably arrest 
the creative moment you have already instituted. Know that there are countless millions of dollars worth of gold in the mountains of the earth and not yet brought to light. And know that if there were not, more would be created from thinking substance to supply our, your needs. Know that the more you need will come. The money you need will come, even if it is necessary for thousands of men to be led to the discovery of the new gold mines tomorrow. Never look at the visible supply. Look always at the limitless riches in formless substance and know that they are becoming they are coming to you as fast as you can receive and use them. Nobody by connecting to the visible supply can prevent you from getting what is yours. So never allow yourself to think that for an instant that all best building spot will be taken before you are ready to build your house, unless you hurry. Never worry about the trusts and combined, and get anxious for fear they will soon come to own the whole earth. Never get afraid, afraid that you will lose what you want, because some other person beats you to it. You cannot possible, that cannot possibly happen. You are not seeking anything that is possessed by anybody else. You are causing what you want to be created from formless substance, and the supply is without a limit. Stick to the formulated statement. There is a thinking stuff from which all things are made, and which, in its original state, permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. A thought in this substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought. Man can form things in his thoughts, and by impressing his thoughts upon formless substance can cause the thing he thinks to be created. End of chapter 5 of the science of getting rich. So, thank you for joining me, virtual entrepreneurs. I hope you enjoyed that chapter there. And um, today I decided to shake things up. So we started with the chapter and then now we're going to talk about the notes in relating to the chapter that we just read. And today we're just going to focus on one very powerful concept. Simple, but powerful. And this concept is competition versus rivalry. Okay, so when you have a competition, right, that means that you are doing the exact same thing. And ideally, a competition is under specific guidelines and with a specific time frame and with a specific goal and objective, right? And that works perfectly well in a game like uh, football or tennis or golf. Right, because if you take, for example, football, the goal, the objective is to see which team can score the most. Right, and there are very specific rules, and those rules can be broken. Now, when you go 
into the world of business marketing and affiliate marketing. The word competition doesn't necessarily hold up and the reason is very very simple. It's not a game that the rules are clear for everyone, right? Um, there is no time frame, there is no goals, there is no limit to how far you can go in sales, in revenue, in size, right? There is no limit to how many teams of teams you can have in your company, right? And there is also no specific rules that people have set down and sign up and agree to. These rules are being broken all the time and they're being changed all the time. There is specific ethical guidelines but these are different from rules. For example, in football if you attack another player that is a foul, right? And if you do that three times you are off the game. That means one specific team loses a member but on the world of business you get a fine if you did break uh, if you did ethical unethical business transaction you get a fine and that is a very very different thing right um, some big companies because they can pay those fines they break the rules and get away with it right and so here what we're talking about in terms of competition is We've seen that the goal is to create more, to be more, and to create value. And this is really powerful because it's exactly what uh, today's affiliate marketing business is all about. It's about creating value, right? Um, and when I got started into this, one of the biggest things that really drove me in business was the idea of leaving our communities a better place than we found them. Um, and I sincerely believe that. Uh, it's something that I learned and the phrasing I got it when I was exploring ways to, you know, get and give more value. And it made so much sense to me that if you are here, then the goal is to make everything better than you found it. And if you can't, then don't harm it, right? And so that became a really, really powerful driving concept. Because when seeking to make things better than they are, you must exert yourself and look at what's already been done and ask yourself how can I do better and that is what I like about that and that is why I have this channel and I am talking to you right now and my goal is to ask myself what information can I bring to you digestible information that can help you take the next step uh, of action now going back to the idea of rivalry versus competition there's an example in the book uh, the Infinite Game by Simon Sinek and the example is about Microsoft and Apple when Microsoft and Apple first when Apple first began you know creating some computers Microsoft joined in shortly after and Steve Jobs instead of seeing Microsoft as a competition welcomed them right and they wrote an ad welcoming Microsoft into the world of computing right so initially Microsoft was you know this giant corporation uh, mostly tailored to big uh, computers they were not into the desktop uh, PC you know for the individual person and when they entered Steve Jobs welcomed, welcomed them and this was a very strange ad that they wrote a specific ad 
welcoming Microsoft. And the idea here was is explained much better in the book by Simon Sinek. But the idea here was recognizing a rival versus a competition. And the reason why it's a rival is because your rival will push you to be better, to do better, but they'll never but they're not there to limit you uh and compete with you, right? So for example, uh most of the customers targeted by Apple are not Microsoft's customers. They're two completely different type of people, right? And I'll take myself as an example. Even with everything, um I've noticed that some people will just never gravitate towards iPhones and Apple and other people will always gravitate towards PC and Android and it's just the type of person they are. Now moving away from that, the goal here is to recognize that having a rival pushes you to do better, right? It's like having someone through which you can lean on moving forward right um whereas having a competition means you're trying to compete with someone in a very limited time frame there's a specific goal and there's a clear winner in the end right and in this business we are in we are in the business of creating value which means we are not in the business of competing we are in the business of creating and the best way to create value is to help your customers find what they're looking for right to answer their questions to answer their problems and to help them eliminate their roadblocks and that is not competition that is simply creating value and when we what we mean when we say creating value what we mean is you must give your prospect more in value in informational value or in product value than you get in cash value right and so in the world of marketing the best terminology I've heard being used is the word irresistible offer. You must create an offer that seems too irresistible to pass out because it offers that much value, right? So that is me in terms of the, my notes a little bit all over the place, but I hope you enjoyed that. If you did, I would like you to share this with someone and I would like you to subscribe by going to Herbert's Marketing Help com and subscribe to this podcast and you also find a ton of blogs with uh, affiliate marketing related information and the call to action for today what I want you to do for today is I want you to read the book The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek and the reason why is because that book will really open your mind into the world of creation versus competition and the infinite game versus finite games and the idea of rivalry versus competition. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you in our next episode. Have a wonderful evening.